Hi loves, welcome to the Mommy on the Move podcast. I'm Tiara Haynes, and this is my unfiltered perspective on all things motherhood. I'm here to share it all, the very real honest, very real pitfalls, peaks, and the beautiful mom moments in between, because that's what motherhood is, finding the beauty in the chaos. I don't have all the answers sway, but I do have the truth, and I can't wait to share mine with you. After all, life doesn't come with a manual, it comes with a mom. Hi loves, and welcome back to Mommy on the Move. Well, it is the new year, and I don't know about you, but after being at home basically all of 2020, I am struggling to keep myself on a routine. So today I'm so happy to be joined by Ashley Brown, owner and creator of Routine and Things. She is going to help equip us with the tools and mindset to start, maintain, and enjoy routine so that you can consistently live your happiest life. That sounds amazing. Um, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me, Tiara. This is just a a pleasure to even be talking to you because you're such an inspiration and um I'm a bit I'm a bit jealous because you have all boys I have all girls and I don't know what it's like to be a boy mom um but these girls be about to just I'm like too dramatic y'all let's bring it on conclusion that there's just no happy medium like there's just you get what you get and it's all trash and it's all ghetto and it's all lovely and it's all beautiful all right all at the same time we got to yeah. wrap that pretty little bow on it for the people that may not be familiar with how I talk about my children. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. So I'm, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you. No, I'm so glad this is, this is perfect. And I admittedly, so, you know, obviously most people know like our lives is on the move very often, you know, we're like, no day is really like the next And I really feel like in order to survive being the wife of a basketball player, the wife of a a basketball coach, the mom of three active boys, like I feel like there was no middle ground for me. Like I was, I was very type A at first. And then once stuff started going left, I was like, actually F it. And I was like the picture, you know, the meme where you're like throwing the pictures up in the papers up in the air and that was me I was just like all right we just gonna go with the flow and I, we, I'm gonna just be you know figure it out on 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 the fly and that is not fearing me very well <laughs> so <laughs> use your help and I'm sure that there are plenty of other people especially after being in this crazy pandemic and we've lost all sense of time and de- what day is it what year I mean we have no idea like what I, you could ask me any day that we can have no idea what day it is. So I'm sure after everything we've gone through this year, we could use a sense of renewal and a sense of routine and structure. So um, first things first, how did you become the routine queen? <laughs> I love that routine queen. I know I'm always like self-proclaimed routine queen. And um, so really for me, it was, it all started when I became a stay-at-home mom. I'm, I work full-time now. I'm a nurse educator, but for two and a half years, I was a stay-at-home mom. And that time, um, it, it was a hot mess. <laughs> Like the first part of it, I jumped into it thinking, no, this got to be easy. Like if I can work and hold down my home, what's going to be the problem when I get home? 
child it was a whole bunch of problems I didn't even so right so um it really like blindsided me and I felt like I was I just kind of felt like I wasn't myself I was like I'm I am very type a even though I've I've learned to flex a lot in life but I'm pretty like structured and I usually have my stuff together and when life just kind of started falling apart like my home life and my I started questioning like my identity why I even came home to be a stay-at-home mom um maybe I should go back to work that's when you know really that started to weigh on my mental health. And I went into a depression for a good amount of time. And I remember um, just praying to God because I have a really strong faith and God, I feel like he said, lean into who you are, Ashley. And I am, I am a routine girl. Like that's me. Like I, that's how I thrive is I need structure. I need order. I need a plan. That's me. And so that's what I started to do is just one routine at a time, which it was a bunch of trial and error, which that's the thing about routines that people kind of forget. It's like, it's going to take some trial and error to figure out what's going on and like what's going to work for you. But after some time, I started to really get a sense of what worked for me, what worked for my family. I started routines for myself as a mom, because I think that is super important as far as self-care. And I would say within like a few months, I started to be able to breathe and like felt like I got, like things are kind of smoothing out. I'm feeling better at home. I can do this stay at home mom life, which was so interesting because when I got a hang of it, then I ended up going back to work. But you know, that's how it goes. Right. So, um, so that's how the business kind of sparked because once I realized how beneficial routines had been and like getting me back to myself and feeling good in my skin and in my life, that's when I was like, I have to share this with moms. Like moms have to know how beautiful routines can be, but then not only just that, how flexible routines can be and how fun routines can be too, if you make them that way. Mm-hmm. So that's how the business got started routine and things, which I'm, I, I love the work that I do. I love it. I, I, it's so necessary and it's so smart. It's so smart because that's kind of the first thing I know for me, that was the first thing that went out of the window was like, oh, we'll sleep in, you know, we'll kind of get loud, let the kids get up, you know, being a, like living in that space of not having to rush, um, you know, first thing in the morning or that kind of stuff, but still not holding on to, okay, first this, this, then this, and, and letting go of the time piece, but still keeping the routine mm-hmm. was, was what I was missing. Um, and so that's really, really refreshing. And it's, and it's so honest because there's so many stay at home moms, including myself that do sleep, slip into that depression because especially when you didn't, well, I don't want to say, especially I didn't start out as a stay at home mom. I was a working mom at first as well. Um, I worked until my youngest was one and a half, I think. And then I'm I'm still home. Um, And so initially I was like, I couldn't wait to stay at home. You know, while I was at work, I was dreaming of the day that I could go at home and spend all day with my boys. It sounded like it was going to be a dream. Right. And then Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. look around and you're like, there's a tornado and everybody there's poop everywhere and nobody, you know, like, I mean, it's just like all this, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, it's really, I say this a lot. Um, you know, for me, I, I was an event planner by trade. I'm an event planner, like in my, you know, I'm a creative, but I'm the type of person I realized this about myself, as I was staying at home, that 
Um, I enjoy seeing the finished product. So I don't mind working, working, working as long as I can see the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Motherhood has no fruits of your labor. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, you wash a dish to, to see another dirty dish. You fix a meal and everybody's still hungry. You, you wash clothes and then there's more clothes to wash. You know, it's, it's this never ending cycle. And so Um, you know, I'm glad that you touched on the depression piece because it is a really Mm. big piece of motherhood period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I experienced it personally in that, in that first year of staying at home, I didn't know what to do with myself. And and there's the, there was this, um, perception of, (coughs) of being a stay at home mom that I had to let go of. Exactly. That's the thing about it. I I really feel like it was like so much change. But like I said, that identity of, oh, I picture myself being this way when I became a stay at home mom or the house looking this way or my children doing this. And when it wasn't matching up with those expectations, which I've learned a lot about, come on, we got to manage those expectations. (laughs) That's when I, right? Low, right? (laughs) Lower, lower, manage them because they will have you you know in a space where you don't want to be if they are so high like they like just see what comes that's that's how we have to take it one day at a time and so I definitely agree that so many moms have experienced that and still do and yeah routines really saved me at that point like for sure I looked up and I was like how did I get out of out of that like how do I feel so much more better and I was like routines really helped me get there and I had no I was like thank God thank you Lord (laughs) I am I am back to myself I'm back to like being able to care for my children and my home and my family in a way that is beautiful and even myself that's like most important to me I'm always like put yourself first everything gonna flow from there (laughs) yes absolutely which is like the opposite of what we think but yeah it's and this is going to be so cliche but we often forget to put our oxygen masks on first we and do we run around trying to save everybody else with no oxygen mask well, how are you breathing sis you're not. exactly <laughs> you're not you're yeah. not and I just told somebody else that I was like I have spent pretty much all of 2020 with no oxygen mask on and mm-hmm. so my goal is to not carry that over into the new year and so I was really excited and and I wanted to touch on too I know for me personally like my yeah. husband spends a lot of time in and out, in and out, you know, he travels a lot, his schedule is crazy. And listening to you explain that a routine would really help him a lot too, to be able to come in and know exactly where he can slide in and help versus me feeling like what's difficult for me is I don't like to have to be like, okay, now can you do this? And now can you do like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to mother him when he comes home. That annoys me. Mm -hmm. I also have a really hard time asking for help. And so if there's a routine that's already happening at home, he can come in and kind of just hop right on the gerbil wheel with me and we can, mm-hmm. and we can, you know, he can just keep it going. So that would be really helpful. But um, because we were talking about the, the depression piece, I, I, you know, it made me think about, um, I did a little research and a line that you use often is finding and experiencing peace at home and in motherhood by using routines. Yes. And I wanted to talk about how do we start that? Where do, where does that process begin and how do we how do we get to that place because I think we all are striving for peace in our homes if nothing mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um outside is chaotic enough and we definitely, you know, home should be our 
safe haven, our safe space. And so what, what things can we implement to start to kind of create that, that, that peaceful home? Yes, I think just in terms of that, really the first thing that comes to mind is like we have to start to build a very solid foundation um, in terms of our home. And when I say solid foundation, for me, that really means what do you do on a day by day basis? What do you do even on a week by week basis that you are doing constantly that it's going to come up no matter what, like laundry, cooking meals, um, even caring for yourself. What are those things that you are doing that you're going to have to do as a mom, as a wife, as just a human being, a woman? What are those things that you're doing constantly? And can you make that process more efficient, more effective, easier, um, smoother. And so that is going to really lay the foundation for you. But I think first you have to really understand what is the pain points that you're experiencing. Where in your motherhood, where in your home are you feeling a lot of weight, a lot of pressure, or where you're feeling like, you know, we can feel like we're dropping the ball in certain areas, like even where that is coming up. Um, even though I want you to, like, I want everybody listening to understand like you're doing your very best and not to beat up on yourself because, you know, we can only do the best that we can at any given point. And so just really understanding what is your, what are your pain points and, once you know and can identify what your pain points are, like what it like maybe for some of you listening, maybe it's you your your kids go to bed like super late and you're like that really takes away time for myself or that takes away time for me doing something that's really important for me or for the home. And so maybe that's a huge pain point for you that maybe you want to fix. Or maybe you're like, I always am figuring out what to cook at the last minute and I'm getting super frustrated fussing people out because I, I'm getting tired of one, doing it by myself and figuring this out. But two, it's like always at the last minute. So maybe that's a huge pain point for you. Maybe you don't get a lot of time to yourself as a mom and you're like, I'm burnt out because I'm caring for everybody else, nurturing everybody else. And then ain't nobody nurturing me, not including myself. So, <laughs> so maybe that's a huge pain point as well. So just identifying what is it that's causing you the most like friction, frustration, annoyance in your life. And it could be multiple areas, but I would say start with the pain point that you feel like is easiest to address. And I always feel like we can address things with ourselves um, easier than with others. So for example, like I started a self-care routine because I can start that easier than starting my children's routine because my children have to like, I have to make sure that they are in it, that I am being really consistent with them. So really starting with like the least barrier of entry when you are trying to choose which pain point to go with and start to create that routine. And it's all about making your routines simple. Like if I don't stress anything else today, it's like make your routine simple and don't try to complicate your routines. Don't be putting a whole bunch of things in your routines. Like we're going to do these whole 10 steps. No, mama, that is not going to work. Like at all. let's keep it simple, please. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, honestly, which is sad to say, but like, I even tried to do that in the beginning and I was like, quickly realized, mm, nope, sis, that ain't gonna work. Let's, let's try something else. So keep your routine simple. Another thing I can say is really make your routines flexible. Like Tierra was saying, you want to 
like don't have times with your routines because that can really throw you off if you're like I want to do this routine starting at 11 like no we can just stay in the morning sometime Mm -hmm. don't have times make them more flexible and when I say flexibility is thinking about your routines in terms of broadening your routines like what you're doing so for example I know some people like in their morning routines they'll be like I want to um you know they'll say I want to um journal or they'll say I want to um do yoga and I'm like but what if one day you wake up and you don't want to do yoga Mm -hmm. right (laughs) the whole routine off and then you're gonna be seeing looking at yourself like dang I didn't do yoga it's because maybe you just maybe if you brought in that to be like oh just move my body or do some type of movement Mm -hmm. then you can still do something within that time frame right that makes you feel like you accomplished your task or accomplished what you want to get done so that's how you can make them flexible and then the last thing is just more so making them fun that's the one thing I feel like is super missed like Mm -hmm. we think about routines we think like this rigid boring type thing but if you make your routines boring they are going to be boring like that's just a fact but if you add fun spice your routines up like do things that make you happy like I have a bunch of music to like that I listen to on my routines podcast like right like this podcast you're listening to right now put in your routine (laughs) right and then you know you can do a lot of different things like even when you're cleaning like putting like opening the windows mm-hmm. you know it's cold right now but I mean like even letting the blinds up letting light in like those things can kind of lighten the energy and, and lighten the mood and you'll feel a lot better so make your routines fun things that bring you joy and that can be really helpful as well but I know I said a whole bunch there you're like where to I start? Like you start right. I'm like I don't even know what else to ask her <laughs> <laughs> no but everything I mean everything you said was was so necessary and so on point and I may belabor some of these because I do want to like, I mean, I have specific questions. And so yeah. if, it, if it goes back to what you've already covered, that's fine. But um, it, it's all so important. And I think, I think we even get so caught up in the word routine and think, like you said, think that it's this list of, of 10 things that we've got to do all day. And maybe mm-hmm. your routine just means that you get up in the morning and um, you turn on music while you shower which is actually a part of my routine uh well my I'll use that word loosely for me but um you know just incorporating like you said just those small things it doesn't have to be this long drawn out um thing it it just has to be small things that bring you peace that bring you Mm -hmm. joy um and that you know jump start your day or you know keep you on track for your day so I think that's really important to remember when when you start to when you start this process out because um, it can feel overwhelming to hear mm-hmm. the word routine. It's it's immediately like oh my gosh, this is another thing that I got to try to do. You know. Um, yeah, I do want to share this though that you know for anyone that's listening and routines kind of um, rub you the wrong way because I know I've I've encountered a lot of women where that word will rub them the wrong way because they're like girl routine like ain't nobody who can stick to a routine like girl like I like to be spontaneous like I like spontaneity I like to be free I like to just go with the flow and I'm like I want for you to really understand you always you have routines like Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are you have routines and you may not call them that 
but I promise you every time you step into that bathroom in the morning to wash your face and brush your teeth and do whatever else you do next that is a routine so at the end of the day really understanding you have the cap capability and um you have the capability to actually be consistent in your routines. You do have routines and routines don't have to be this scary word or this thing that kind of makes you feel like, okay, like I'm gonna be boxed in because the thing about routines is even though it has that structure, that structure is what really frees you up mm -hmm. in many ways, especially with your time and with your energy. Because yeah. when you have a process for how you're going to do a certain thing or how you're gonna get to a certain outcome, that eases like the weight from your mind it's like eases your mental load and it really helps you feel like okay I don't have to make so many decisions because this decision is already made this is what I'm going to be doing so absolutely okay so we talked about how it benefits the mom tell me how you saw routines benefit your children's behavior and what that was able to um, do for them Yes, I would say for my girls, um, they are a trip because are they? they are one in three. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so little girls, um, they're my hearts though. And with them, routines have done so much for them. One, I remember one day, this is when my three and a half year old was napping girl. Now she's getting into just quiet time in her bed. Cause I'm like, you're not moving from the bed. So just stay there. You're not moving. <laughs> so she's not really napping. Right. No. yes so she thought but you got to stay in here but you have to stay in here yes yes so so she's not napping anymore but when she was I remember she would always tell me like oh it's time for a nap now mommy when it got time for us to get there I'd be like girl thank you like you keeping me on track right like that even like when they clean up because they help me clean up all the time especially their toys like I'm like clean up so they'll start singing like the cleanup song that's like comes instantly also I feel like when you have routines I feel like your children I don't know it does something to make them feel safe I feel like they feel safe they feel like of course, like they know what's going to happen. And I feel like this helps them to open up more to really be more of themselves because they do feel like they have a safe space and they know what's going to happen next. And that it's not always like this huge change from day after day after day. Um, so routines have really done a lot for my girls. One of the routines that I just realized that they have is they follow me in the kitchen all the time. And it's probably for all of us. I'm like, why are y'all following me to the kitchen? Every single time, every time I go into the kitchen, I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave they, don't, me alone. they don't trust you in there. They want to see right? <laughs> something. <laughs> something. So I'm like, that's a routine I just realized they always do. It's like trucking behind me to the kitchen. I'm like, okay, they always want to eat. I'm like, y'all gonna eat me out of the house and the home. Girl, and y'all are so skinny, enough. but y'all gonna eat me. Yeah, food stamp for real. It's, right. <laughs> yes, um, but no, I, I, I agree. And I think uh again, I'm just going to emphasize the dumpster fire that 2020 was. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, yes, we were still blessed and we made it and all of that jazz, but it was a mess. Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I think a lot of children you know, and not, I think I know lost that sense of routine where you get up, you go to school every day, you have lunch at this time, you see your friend, you know, mm -hmm. they completely lost that. And then we lost it. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, I know I did, I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I completely lost it. And so we were, I mean, we were literally like standing in the middle, like 
now what? Like nobody knew what to do and nobody knew really how, how to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure a big piece of their um, sense of security went out the window this year because, and, and there's still things that, that we can't answer, right? There, you know, when is this gonna be over? How long do we have to wear masks? Um, you know, when can I hug grandma? We, we don't know. There, there's still so many things that we don't know. And so being able, able to implement something as simple as a routine to give them that sense of security back, I think is really vital um, after experiencing everything with, that we did last year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it doesn't even have to be like a full blown out like daily routine for your kids. Like even if they have like a morning routine or a bedtime routine, those simple routines can really do so good for them to just have some structure to their day. Um, It's really beautiful for them. And I feel like, like, I feel like our bedtime routine with our girls is like something that really is going to help like in the future for them when they get older they're going to remember those things it's like creates memories too like when we read to them at night Mm -hmm. or like whatever you do with your children in the morning they're going to remember that um as they go along or even during this time like if your children are old enough to remember this time they are going to remember when you were with them virtual learning like they're going to be like you remember that yes like these are memories even though (laughs) you're trying to tell them like pay attention pay attention to what's going on right I know it has, I know I'm not in that so I'm like I feel I'm like I feel for y'all because I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> I'm sure fire send helps and wine everything is, is yes um so I know like I've said I I struggle personally with routines because our life is so unpredictable between game days traveling being a sports mom you name it Um, I just have not been able to find a rhythm. Um, And I think we talked about this a little bit, but how do I stay flexible enough to change if necessary, but also stay determined to stick to a solid routine? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question because so many of us do have flexible days. Even myself, like we have a lot of flexible days in our home, like um, it changes like like at least three times throughout the week, depending on what we're doing. And so I think it's all about having certain routines that are like your grounding routines, like those routines you're going to do no matter what. So like, for example, for me, those routines are things like, um, kitchen routine because the kitchen don't have to stay clean because I can't do a dirty kitchen (laughs) so a kitchen routine I have my bedtime routine is really something that is super important for me and laundry routine is very important as well and then I also have my planning routine those are grounding routines like for me like if I don't do nothing else like those routines will be done and I can do these routines at different times Like, as long as I have a process for them, even if my day changes, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, I can do the routine in the morning. I can do the routine at night. I can do it midday. So really understanding that is no time frame to a routine other than, like, of course, my bedtime routine. But I can do that. I mean, I can do that every single night. It doesn't matter what's going on. So just really thinking about what routines can really keep you grounded Mm -hmm. and when can you do these routines and making sure that you understand it doesn't have to be fixed to a certain time of day. Mm -hmm. As long as you can get the routine done, that's going to keep you 
like being able to manage things a little bit easier, that's what's the most important. So really thinking about what routines those are for you and then creating them. Um, I think that can really help with like the unpredictable days because I also used to be a nurse that worked at the bedside and we did a lot of like um, day shift, night shift, back and forth, back and forth. And as long as I had my certain routines, it didn't matter what I was like, what schedule I was on, whether day shift or night shift, I could still get those things done throughout my day or my week. So yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, what are some daily habits that we can implement to help us stick to a routine? I would say the first thing, well, first of all, let me say this, your mindset is so important when you're trying to stick to a routine. Like that's like first and foremost, it's really mind over matter to be perfectly honest. Because when it comes to us doing our routines, I feel like we either start to, like the things that will be roadblocks for us are either we're exhausted, like exhaustion will like stop you from doing your routine because you're super tired. Um, So like, one understanding like what are those roadblocks so like I said exhaustion would be one we will start to get like routine fatigue and be like I am I'm tired of doing this routine but I'm tired of doing this routine (laughs) so you will get that that comes up um what's another roadblock that we that we come across exhaustion those are only two I can think about right now but I know it's a lot more that you will come across but knowing for you what are those roadblocks and understanding like how are you going to get over that roadblock? What are some things you can put on in place if you're tired? What will help pep you up, right? Like if you're getting tired of your routine, can you have ask your husband or your spouse or your partner or the children to do a certain routine if they're old enough? Can you do that, right? So knowing what do you have in your back pocket that can allow you to still do your routines and stick to them is a, is a really good habit to understand and to get in the habit of is really recognizing what your roadblocks are and having things that can help with that. That's a really important one to, to think about. Another habit that I feel like isn't talked about much, um, and that deals with mindset too, is always acknowledging the benefit your routines are adding to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, like not doing your routine and then making it seem like it wasn't a big deal that's not going to help you and stick into a routine like you really have to make your mind understand that this is important and the only way you're really going to be able to do that is if you're telling your mind this is important yeah. If you're telling yourself, this is what this helped me do, doing that laundry routine allowed me to have four days of not doing laundry or sitting here doing this self-care routine allowed me to feel better and feel more calm in my morning. Like really acknowledging and recognizing it can be super important so that you don't end up falling back into old habits, old patterns that aren't serving you acknowledge the value that your routine is adding to your life like constantly and frequently is a really important habit as well and um, those are the two that I think are really big I just feel like mindset is huge because we can have like so like of course like for my business routine and things we sell like a bunch of tools that can help you with your routines and they are amazing and they're beautiful Mm-hmm. but your mind is going to stop you first. Like that's the, that's why I always preach like your mind is going to stop you from doing that routine first. And so we have to strengthen our mindset when it comes to habits and really just starting to understand that it's okay. If Also, it's okay if you don't do that routine every single time, like don't beat up yourself either. Like honor yourself, be kind to yourself because once you start that pattern, you're going to quickly fall into going back to like not doing your routine at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what, what 
what that made me think about was kind of like positive affirmations or mm-hmm. confirmation as, as I like to call them. And something that's helpful for me, um, obviously I post them a lot of times in my stories, but um, I'm a, I'm a visual learner. I'm a visual person. And so I actually would print out like my favorite scripture or, um, you know, a positive affirmation or something and frame it and put it somewhere that I would see first thing in the morning before I go to bed at night. And so, like you said, when you were saying, you know, speaking those positive things over your routine, um, maybe that maybe it's something that you put on a sticky note and you put it on the wall that's closest to you. So that way, when you first wake up in the morning and you feel like, oh, God, I don't feel like doing, you know, whatever piece of the routine and you wake up to that reminder and you see I'm, today, my routine is going to help me, um, you know, yes. today or, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that, that's going to help you. Sometimes we need, it, it is just oh, a yeah. trick and, and just getting us like, all right, you right. You right. Oh, tear yesterday yep. who was so <laughs> excited to do this routine. Today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that visual, I'm so glad you brought that up. The visuals are huge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because like I said, it just registers in your mind. Like, okay, let me do this routine. It can be like she said, I love the idea of putting, you know, putting that affirmation, that confirmation up um, and writing that down. And then also like having the things that you like, if you know, you want to start an exercise routine, like go ahead and put your shoes like in front of the TV. If it's at home, right, right in front of the TV, like why those shoes sitting there? Oh yeah. I'm supposed to be doing this exercise routine. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like do that. I remember when I was trying to get used to like journaling at night, because that's what I do a part of my bedtime routine. I will always put my journal there on my pillow. Mm-hmm. Like when I woke up in the morning, I made my bed. I would put my journal there. I'm like, oh yeah, let me, let me journal. Right. And something I used to do as well was to like lay out my workout clothes the night before. Yeah. So it kind of eliminates some of those processes. And so you kind of learn yourself, you learn where you're falling short. And I think it is kind of like just looking into those, those little pieces of your day. And you're like, why didn't I get up and work out today? Girl, I just didn't feel like looking through, oh, well, let me lay them out the night before, you know, or whatever. I also think it's important. I know for me, again, I'm an overthinker. And so I I get overwhelmed in the thought process before I even start. Um, And so I was thinking when you were talking about creating routines, um, just thinking about adding one thing at a time. And so that that feels less overwhelming. And so that way you add one thing at a time, then you conquer that then you add something else in and then you kind of, you know, so that way it's not so many things at once. And then you kind of lose that sense of feeling like a failure when things don't, but I, but I think, you know, to start out, you have to have the mindset that every day is not going to be mm-hmm. every day exactly. is going to work out. And so how do you get yourself back into your routine after your routine didn't work one day? Mm-hmm. How do you get back on the saddle? Which I think is like, very similar to a working out or eating healthy or, you know, those types of things. Or, you know, if you're a writer, you miss a day of writing. How do you get yourself back into that routine? And I think that, again, that's where those positive affirmations are going to come back into play too. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you have to really keep affirming, you know, the routine. You have to keep, keep, you know, being kind to yourself and just be like, okay, I'm going to start back. Today is a new day. It's always a new day. You can always start back. Do not beat yourself up. Keep going because days are going to come up where you can't do your routine. That's that. Or where it's missed. And that's that. Yeah. And we we can't. Your kids ages. 
they may, you know, it may, may not yeah. go smoothly with them sometimes either, especially yeah. if you have really young, you know, if you have babies, I don't know if that's easier or harder to train babies. I was never able to train my kids to do anything. So um, <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> Yes, no, it can be, it can be, it can be a little rough with the smaller kids, even though they're a little bit, it depends on personality too. You know, kids have different personalities. So I think it definitely depends on that too. Because yeah, one of my daughters it. listens way better than the other. Yes. I was going to say my younger two, they don't listen, but they thrive on a routine. Um, that oldest one, he want to just fly by the seat of his pants and do whatever, whenever. Yeah. And drives me insane. Um, yeah. So we talked about earlier, we talked about making routines fun. And I know we talked about implementing and adding music. What are some other ways that we can make routines fun for mom and or for parents and for the kids? Yeah, I think that really this is very subjective, but I think it just depends on what you like to do as the parent and what your children like to do. Like everybody's different. So like I said, I listen to a lot of music. I will like fold, like while I'm folding clothes, I will watch TV shows. I'll listen to podcasts. I will um, talk to my best friend. Like conversation is really good when I'm in my routines, especially like my cleaning routines, like talking to somebody, it just makes it go by real quick. And I think another thing that I like to point out too in terms of, and it might not seem like fun, but like really being present in your routines can really be beautiful. Like, cause a lot of times we want to like distract ourselves in a certain way so that it kind of goes by. But I think like being really present can be fun at times because you're like, oh my gosh, you start to really be aware of like, you have so much, like, especially if you're like folding clothes, like I got clothes to fold. If you're doing dishes, like, well, at least we got these cups and these plates that we can eat from. Like, it can be a really beautiful experience. I'm trying to think of some other things that make it fun. I think definitely having like accountability buddies, like make your routine super fun, especially if you're doing things like, it can be any routine, but like exercise, trying to eat right, like having people that you can, like even morning routines, having people that you're doing that with can be really fun um, in terms of that. And with your kids, it's really about all that, you know, what makes them happy. My girls are big music people like they love music so we play music all the time my husband is big on music we play all the time in the house I'd be like okay y'all like your mama is over here like an introvert I just want to like be have some quiet can we have a little bit of quiet okay <laughs> so um <laughs> so they're big music girls so I love um we love listening to music while we're cleaning or doing like their bath time and things like that and like even reading so like you can make like what are the activities one that you can add in your routine that y'all love and enjoy your children and you and then what can you pair with your routines what type of fun things can you pair also like wine I forgot about that dang I forget about my wine (laughs) I'm like no now like I love me some wine when I'm making dinner or wine girl yes yes make it fun (laughs) my magic the magic word look how much I perked up look at that listen (laughs) yes no yeah Um, no, that's really good. And I think it's important. We, when we're in the process of like overthinking some of these things, we miss the simple things, which is what, what makes them happy? What makes them excited to help? Um, you know, I think probably depending on the age of your kids, maybe reward charts or Mm -hmm. 
um, something like that, you know, um, I don't know, again, depending on the age of your children, um, um, pay, paying them, what am I thinking? Allowance. Yes. Allowance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for every, every time you pick this up, you know, whatever, every time you get through your whole routine, you get a dollar or, you know, whatever, um, you get to pick something out of the, the reward jar and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a sticker, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think those simple things, just getting back to those really simple things, of what brings our kids joy, because they're, they're the simplest human beings on the planet and like mm-hmm. the easiest things bring them joy. And I think we tend to, we, as in me, as in I tend to overthink, um, you know, what it is. And then when we, we have been in this space where I'm, um, demanding things versus making them fun for them. So, um, this was, this was a great reminder for me to get back to what, what makes them, you know, laugh and have joy and just be excited about. Um, and, and I love, love, love so much the piece about being intentional and being present and being grateful for things as you go through, um, because it can be daunting and be like, Mm -hmm you know, it's all about perception. Are you folding clothes and thinking, oh my God, I can't believe we have, you know, <laughs> or are you just grateful, you know? And I think that that really changes the, the things for you too. So the whole thing really is just about perception um, at the end of the day. So yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else, any other tips or tricks, not tricks, but any other yeah, yeah. Um, that you would like to leave um, moms who maybe are still just struggling or, you know, trying to find, um, find their way back to a sense of routine, uh, yeah. anything that you, any last thoughts or things that you would like to say? Yeah. I, I first want to say like the mama, you're doing your best. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about like starting and starting small. It's like one small step. Mm-hmm. Like, like just if you want to start a routine what's the first thing you want to do in that routine start doing it just start doing that first thing then add on little by little like that's it it's all about progress don't worry about needing this picture perfect routine before you start life ain't perfect we ain't perfect we we understood this in 2020 okay so (laughs) don't so don't even hold yourself to that start small little by little progress over perfection and you'll start to make your way you'll start to you'll start to feel a little bit more ease and it's like one routine at a time one routine at a time and also don't compare yourself to to anybody else like we all doing our the best we can we're all doing our own thing because all of us are different all of us have different families do not compare yourself you can be inspired by somebody don't compare yeah so that that's a huge one that I always like to say. Um, so yeah, that's that's just another piece of it. Not even advice, but just a tip and just something I wanted to share. It's like you're doing a great job. Keep going. Yes, and I, I don't think there's a mom on the planet that can't use an extra. You're doing a great job in her life. So <laughs> yes. we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, well, thank you so much, Ashley. I really really appreciate it. Um, Ashley's Instagram and her website are full of all of these tips that she shared with us today and then some. Um, so be sure to go and check her out. She's on Instagram at routine and things, and that's A N D, no ampersand. And same for her website, routineandthings.com. Um, be sure to check her out. She's got some really great, like she said, some, some printouts and things that are really beautiful. 
and really can aid you in um, creating beautiful routines for yourself and your family. Um, because life doesn't come with a manual, it comes with a mom.